Hello, love, and welcome back to another episode of Living Wild. I'm your host, Lo, coming to you today with what I believe is going to be a short little message. Um, I actually want to read something to you, something that I read this morning that just brought me so much peace, uh, just so much nourishment and support to my soul. And I can't help that it's going to serve someone in a similar way. Um, This is going to be especially supportive for you if over the last couple of years you've ever experienced the feeling of needing to save the world, whether through your activism or through, you know, the way you raise your children or the way you spend your money or or whatever, whatever. If at any point you have felt this very visceral, very real uh, need to save the world, I've definitely been there over the last couple of years. It's something that I've struggled with and uh, this what I'm about to share with you just was this very deep and necessary exhale. So I want to share this with you. It's coming from the book Womb Awakening, which is essentially my Bible, (laughs) page 42 under Cosmic Timekeepers, Ministration of the Worlds. As a race, we are on a precipice and either we jump into the awakening of our true potential on a path of grace, or we fall into a destructive abyss, which will also transform us in its intensity. Either way, a new birth is happening and inviting us to be a sacred midwife for this process. The womb knows how to rebirth, so we are in safe hands. We have only to flow with the emerging creative energy and surrender to its wisdom. It is the way of union, not separation. The time of patriarchy or matriarchy is over. This is the birth of a co-creative, collaborative consciousness that invites and includes all into its dance of love. We are holding hands and walking together as equals. We are spiraling into the mysteries of the womb of love. We have entered a long predictive phase of cosmic menstruation and renewal. The process that unfolds inside a woman's womb is directly analogous to the renewal process unfolding inside the cosmic womb as we prepare to birth a new frequency of earth. As we approach a cosmic menstruation, we do not need to quote unquote, save the world any more than we need to save the womb lining before menses. Instead, we can relax, soften, trust, and understand that the dissolution is natural and guided by a greater intelligence and is integral to the process of releasing the old so something new can be conceived and born. The more we tense up and resist releasing the old, the more painful it will feel. The more we relax into this process and trust the great inner and cosmic flows of primordial intelligence, the more shamanic and orgasmic it will be. The womb does not see the cosmic menstrual flows as the end of the world, but as a rebirth and renewal. This does not mean we have to be passive or allow unhealthy destruction. It means our actions come from a place of true connection and trust in the forces of life. I'm trying to decide if I want to keep reading this passage. I'll read the rest of the passage. In Indian tradition, this era is known as the Kali Yuga, from the pre-Vedic root word Kal, which means black, related to the dark moon pole of menstruation, explaining Kali's bloodthirsty iconography. (laughs) This word's so hard. Iconography. Iconography? Iconography. Bear with me. Words are hard. She also represents the cosmic mother, the dark matter mother who spirals through the black ocean of naked space, birthing and dissolving creation in vast menstrual cycles. The ancient ones paid great attention to the cosmic menstrual cycles of the great mother, 
which flow through approximately 26,000 year cycles, just as a human woman flows through uh, 29 day cycles. These great cosmic cycles were also known as the procession of the equinox and many stone temples from the womb religion are, were created to chart these cosmic womb cycles. As women's menstrual cycles flowing with the moon became the first calendars, so did the great mother's galactic menstrual cycles mark the cosmic timekeeping for those who knew. As with female menstruation, times of cosmic menstruation were renowned as extraordinary moments of visionary possibility, shamanic, liminal, quantum dream, dream times with vast creative potentials. This is the time we are now living in as the womb births miracles into being and we are given the opportunity to make quantum evolutionary leaps both personally and as a collective deeper into love. So what does that mean? What does that mean? I literally wrote in my book above the text. Uh, I don't have to quote unquote, save the world or fight back. I have to just trust the unfolding. So the way I interpreted this passage is all of the shit, all of the crazy shit that's happening in the world right now is part of the plan. And I'm not saying part of the, the plan by, you know, the powers that be the agenda, whatever, According to this text, it seems that there's something even bigger than, you know, the agenda, uh, even bigger. It's this cosmic menstruation, right? The, um, the cosmic release of the old, letting go of what no longer serves us, right? So that we can usher in this new era of consciousness, of womb consciousness, of primordial ancestral love going back to the origin of all. So we can see like what's happening on the earthly plane, right? The quote unquote agenda. If you, you know, identify as a conspiracy theorist or, you know, have ever been called a conspiracy theorist or entertain any of these ideas of like, uh, you know, government, whatever. If you know, you know, if you know, you fucking know. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so we can choose to see that and stop there and allow that to foster, you know, feelings of fear and scarcity. And, oh, my God, what the fuck is going to happen? I'm completely out of control. I don't know what's happening. I I have no control over what they're going to do. Right. Which in another like my recent podcast episode, uh, Love in the Darkness, kind of addresses that. I believe that those entities, those powers are ultimately fragmented parts of the uh, collective consciousness. So ultimately, those Others are still part of us if we're talking, you know, if we're speaking in terms of collective, the collective consciousness. But if we can see beyond that, if we can open what this book calls the womb eye, right? And when I say womb within these contexts, I, yes, I'm referring to the organ of a womb inside of a woman. Um, but I'm also talking about like the, essentially the, the cosmic energy that births all of creation, Right. So the black hole from which our galaxy was birthed. Right. Like it, it, yes, it's a physical organ and it is this energy field uh, from which everything comes. Right. Everything. And, and the womb within a woman is just this holographic representation of the cosmic womb and then also the earthly womb from which everything comes and then returns. Right. So according to this text, if we look through the eye of the womb, then we see this bigger picture. We see this cosmic picture 
of this is a natural process that um, apparently the great mother, like it says here, the great mother goes through about every 26,000 years of just think of this as the cosmic menstruation, right? Everything right now is going to come to the surface to be released. All of the shit, all of the, like just all of it, all of it. So all of the chaos that we're seeing right now is part of the plan. All of the destruction that we're seeing right now is part of the plan. All of the confusion, all of the separation, like all of it. Can we zoom out even further and see that it is part of a greater cosmic cycle that we might not be able to understand on a human level, but on a soul level, we're very much aware of what's going on. And I don't know about you, but that gives me a lot of peace. <laughs> that gives me a lot of peace. Like before I bleed every month, I don't go about like trying to stop the bleeding from happening. If anything, I embrace it because I understand this is my body's way of purging, right? It's a physical purge as the lining of the uterus releases, but it's also an energetic purge as everything I have taken in over the last month is then energetically released from my body. And it's like this renewal that according to this text, again, that is what is happening on a cosmic level, right? That That's what's happening. Like we are releasing, the earth is releasing, the collective is releasing what it does not need, what is no longer serving it. Right. And I don't know what your relationship is like with your own menstrual cycle, your own bleed. But for a lot of women, it's a, a, a massive point of contention. It's uncomfortable, right? It, it physically is painful. It causes you maybe to, to lie in bed for a couple of days straight, right? Now, I don't want to normalize those things because those types of uh, menstrual cycles, like those types of symptoms are uh, an, an indication that something is wrong. Uh, we should not normalize like painful, heavy, long, short, missing, absent, any, any kind of menstrual cycle like that shouldn't absolutely not be normalized because it is not normal. While it may be common among our collective, uh, it is not normal. It is the body's way of communicating that something is wrong. So I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want there to be any confusion about what I'm trying to, to communicate here. I'm just trying, I'm just saying that for a lot of women, menstruating is very uncomfortable, Right. So what we're experiencing right now collectively is very uncomfortable, right? It's very uncomfortable. Uh, it's hard to watch sometimes. And um, maybe we feel the need to save it, to swoop in, right? Which I, I've recently been consuming a lot of uh, content from Dr. Kelly Brogan, and she speaks a lot about the victim triangle, Cartman's victim triangle about how there's the victim, there's uh, the villain, and then there's the victor, right? So advocacy, thinking we have to swoop in and save the world is still very much us being caught up in our own victim triangle, right? We have to save ourselves, save the world, save whomever from big daddy pharma, big daddy government, big daddy whoever, whatever system you know, you are at odds with. And that just traps you even further, like this, in, this further entrapment into the victim consciousness, the victim triangle, which we do not find sovereignty as human beings within our victimhood, right? So for me personally, when I read this 
And when I zoom out, 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 and I can see this as this one big cosmic menstruation, this one big cosmic renewal, the the universe, the earth is, is purging that which no longer serves her, that which no longer serves humanity. I free myself from being entrapped in this victim triangle because there's no longer anything to save myself or anyone else from. It just is. Just like I'm not trying to save myself from my period every month from the release and the renewal that my body and soul are going through month to month. I don't need to save anyone from anything. I just need to trust the process, right? And this is where we can sink into that feminine embodiment of trust, of surrender, of allowing, of acceptance. That doesn't necessarily mean we condone it. Like we're not okay with everything that's going on, but we can rest in the knowing that it's all part of the plan. And the plan is going exactly as it's supposed to. These things have to happen for the cosmic renewal to occur the way it's supposed to, right? So I don't know. Like I said, that brought me a lot of peace today. Um, because like I said, in the past, I've really felt very conflicted because I've had this, you know, this spiritual part of myself that knows, but then there's this very human part of myself that still is you know, living and and moving through this earthly plane. And it, I, I felt called to speak out against certain things. And I think there is still a time and a place for that. I'm not saying not to do that. But what I'm offering is when we do those things, don't do them from a place of I need to save the world or I need to save myself or I need to save someone else, right? Maintaining our victimhood, right? But instead we do them, like it says here, this does not mean we have to be passive or allow unhealthy destruction. It means that our actions come from a place of true connection and trust in the forces of life. So if you still feel called to speak out in service to things that you believe in or don't believe in or whatever, then it means we do that not from a place of fear, not from a place of control, not from a place of contempt, but from a place of deep knowing that this is part of the process. This is part of the plan. I don't have to be okay with it. I don't have to agree with it, which then allows me to, to share my opinion, right? And to move with agency through this life. But, but I can rest in the knowing, which then brings me peace, that this is part of the process, right? So, I don't know. Any other vigilantes out there <laughs> just need that, exhale, then I hope that this serves you. And uh, yeah, I love you. It's all part of the process. Zoom out, 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 out further than you ever, <laughs> than you ever even considered maybe before this moment. Zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. And trust that it is part of the process. It is a deep purging and a renewal on a cosmic level that is going to deeply serve humanity. We might not see it in our lifetime which is what calls us to even greater levels of trust and faith, right? We might not see the fruits of this purging in our lifetime. Our children might not see it in their lifetime. I don't know. I don't know how long these things typically take, but I'm choosing to rest in the knowing that it's part of the process. And I know that my own individual healing and embodiment is the greatest contribution that I can make to the renewal. So sending you love. And I'll talk to you next time.